how much do you work? Oh, we some G's, what? Yeah, let's go. That's pretty wild, though. It's funny that you were in Niles the same day that Ashley and I were in Niles. Yeah, I know. It's weird how that connection happens. Would it, imagine what would have happened if I saw you guys. Because I don't think it would have been like a sup. Probably just hung out. Yeah. Probably like, I'll just go get a coffee. Yeah. And then just end up chilling together. Yeah, that would have been funny. Uh, you know what? That's the second time that I, I've almost, well, the first time I saw you in Niles. And this time would have been the second if I did see you. I saw you there you once. You were with your mom, right? Yeah, that was years yeah. ago. The last time that I was there is when I saw you. That's random, dude. Yeah, and I didn't even see your story or nothing because I think we got there a little after one. Damn. So we just missed you guys. What'd you do? Um, we hit the record store. The record store there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you know the Needle to the Groove in downtown? Mm-hmm. So the, the other one's in Niles. They only have two. Oh, I know that. Yeah, so uh, the one in Niles is pretty chill. Went to that one. I picked up a record. What'd you buy? Uh, the House by the Cemetery soundtrack. I don't think I've ever heard of that. It's one of my favorite movies. What's a movie? Yeah, 1981. Uh, Italian horror, just super gory. Um, I first saw that movie when I was a kid, and it absolutely terrified me. What's it like, about? So it's about this family that moves into this house, and uh, Dr. Frostine mm-hmm. used to live in that house. But he died, but he's still alive living in the basement. And he survives off of consuming human cells from the blood. It's pretty sick. So um, husband, wife, little boy named Bob. But he talks like, why is that little girl? He has a funny ass little voice. But he's talking to this like little ghost girl who's like, you need to leave the house. And he's like, my mommy and daddy won't listen to me. And then... The husband's, like, starting to find out that, like, Dr. Frostine, like, killed himself. Mm-hmm. And he's still in the house. So he's like, we need to get out of the house. And then just a whole bunch of fuckery happens. Wow. But there's, like, a scene where, like, the, a, a bat flies out of the basement. Mm-hmm. And it bites the dad's hand. And it's, like, a five-minute scene of him just stabbing this bat over and over again. That's biting his hand. It's just blood everywhere. Wow. And the babysitter gets beheaded. Um this couple in the in the beginning of the movie, like the opening scene is like this girl calling for her boyfriend because they were like in the house. It's like abandoned, mm-hmm. but they were like having sex in there. So she's calling him and she's like, where are you? Like, I'm going to leave. You're always playing jokes. And then like mm-hmm. the door is like, and the door closes and the boyfriend's like hanging from the door and he's all cut up and mutilated with like scissors in his eyes. Damn. So she screams. And then, of course, like, while she's screaming, it zooms out, and there's, like, a knife behind her head, and the dude just stabs her through the back of the head, and the knife comes out of her mouth. That was in the 80s? That's the opening scene, 81. That's a bit gory for the 80s. Beautiful movie, dude. Beautiful. Dang. But the director, Lucio Fucci, he's known for, like, his gore. Is like, he still alive? No, he passed away a long time ago. Oh. A few years ago. But um, he was known for, like, his... Like, he did the zombie movie, uh, The Beyond... Like he he's known for that. Like he has a movie, um, and in the movie, like this girl pukes up like her guts out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. So it's like super gory. But House by the Cemetery, I saw that shit, man. I must have been in elementary school when I saw it for the first time at my neighbor's grandma's house, and her house was like legit haunted. Mm-hmm. Like we saw like a man in the backyard one time, and I was like, "Who's the man in the backyard?" They're like, "Oh, there's no man in the backyard. Like that's just the ghost." Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. So that house was spooky as it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to stay the night there. 
but we decided to stay the night. And then they're like, do you guys want to watch a movie? We're like, sure. They threw on House by the Cemetery. Dude, I was freaked out. Well, yeah, you just yeah. Saw, you saw a random man that wasn't there. No, that came later. Oh, that came okay. later. Yeah, yeah. And his grandma would just like kill chickens in the backyard. Damn. So one time she told us, she told him in Spanish, like, you guys go pick out a chicken. Mm-hmm. So he's like, come on, we got to go get a chicken. And we would throw rocks at the roosters and they would chase us. Mm-hmm. So she's like, go find a chicken. So we found this like big chicken. And I was like, that one's cool. Like, let's like that one. So he tells his grandma that one. She's like, all right. And I'll never forget, dude. She like grabbed the chicken and she sat down and she was sweet old lady, dude. Like very, very sweet. And she puts the chicken between her legs. And she just starts twisting the head and just pops it off. And Damn. fucking things flapping around and shit. And you watched it? Yeah, dude. I was like, what the fuck? And then she took it inside the kitchen and put it in the sink, took off all the feathers. And dude, we ate it that night for dinner. Nice. Yeah. She was, she was old school. Like, she didn't speak a lick of English. Dang. Yeah, she was old school, like just Mexican grandma. That's cool. And her house was fucking terrifying. But we stayed the night there all the time. We were always there. And we would watch House by the Cemetery. Wow. So I own two copies of it on DVD. And now I own the vinyl. So it's the oh, whole soundtrack. Cool. So nice. it's sick. It's one of my favorite movies. Damn. That's a little record you got? Hmm? From Miles? Yeah, I just got that. And then we hit up a few like antique stores. And then Ashley got a... Um, I don't. She didn't post them, I don't think. But uh, she got a... We went into like this toy store. That, the big one? Yeah. Yeah. It has, like, hella old toys and shit. Yeah. Um, I found a, uh, like, a cookie sheet tray, mm-hmm. but it's little ghosts. That's cool. So we made some, like, little ghost breads when we got nice. home. Yeah, she cleaned it real good, and we made ghost breads. That's sick. Yeah, and then I got some dice from my car, but the Raider dice. That's tight. So, yeah, fun little day. Yeah, it was nice that day, too. It was beautiful, man. So I, didn't, I didn't want Perfect to go inside. Weather. I just wanted to stay outside because of all that rain. Mm-hmm. Finally had some nice sunshine. What'd you get at the coffee shop? Cold brew okay. and a croissant. That croissant looks good. I have this this test now. Mm-hmm. Whenever I go to a new coffee shop, I get the cold brew first. Okay. And if the cold brew shit, chances are everything else is shit. So you do what I do. Yeah. But, guess, I, but do I do, do it with, uh, with I vanilla do, lattes. Dude, if you mess that up, fuck off. Yeah. yeah Nirvana cold soul. I know. Seriously. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> They're not going to sponsor us. Yeah, you should go to that coffee shop. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's plan a, let's plan a Niles day. Especially with when the weather's getting nicer. I like Niles, dude. Me too. Niles is chill as fuck. You ever had the pizza from there? No. What's it called? Uh, Buffalo Billy's or some shit like that? Is it like on the, on the main street or is mm-hmm. it more on the... It's near the toy store. Oh, towards the beginning? Like yeah. The gas yeah. station? Uh, the down, cars? No, down more. Okay. I've been yeah. to, the, to the deli at the end. How's the deli? It's like an Italian deli. Okay. They have like cheeses and salami, but they have like craft beer, I think. You know, it's funny when Ashley, we go there a lot, we never eat there. No? Mm-mm. We always just like go somewhere else to eat. Well, I mean, Fremont has a lot of food. Honestly, we just go to La Vix. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's our spot. So we can't have, we used to live down the street, but now we can't. Oh, yeah. And then that's what we did. We went to La Vix and then we went to Japantown. Oh, cool. Yeah. I went to a ramen spot in Japantown not too long ago. It's pretty good. Yeah, that ramen's yeah, that ramen's really good. I got curry. Hmm. It, was, it was pretty good, but I got chicken katsu, so it got soggy. Oh yeah, that's no good. Yeah, I had a beer though. It was good. When we would um, when we would get ramen from there, I'd get the uh, the spicy pork. Oh, that was good with an egg. Mm-hmm. That was super good. Dang. Yeah, dude, I I love ramen. You never went to Wings, huh? Yes, you did. That's the old Chinese place. Yeah. Um. 
Chinese food place. Yeah. Uh, I went there with your mom. You and your mom. Really? Yeah. When? Uh, the first time I ever went to Japantown. Remember we went and they had all those taco trucks? Damn, my memory's going away. Damn, dude. That. Dude, if your memory's going away, there's no hope, dude. <laughs> when was that? This was... Uh, okay, remember we were walking and there was like... like Near like the construction area, there was an old fucked up chair. And remember, I was like, oh, should I sit on it and take a picture? And your mom and Ashley were like, no. And I was like, oh, I'll just sit on it. It was like an old like little homeless area, but there was like a recliner right there. And I was like, I want to take a picture I on it. Was it pink or brown? I believe it was pink. Okay. I believe you're dragging my memory a little bit more now. That was when I asked your mom, oh, can I live with you guys? Oh, that was like right there you before, go. that was before my senior trip. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the fence. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Was like, there was construction there. there. Yeah. It was just foundation. And then we went to all those like taco trucks, and I think we got like little churros or some shit. Yeah. And then that's when we, your mom was like, "Oh, let's go eat at Wings." Okay. Yeah. And then that was the only time that we ever ate there. I remember. And then they closed like I think a year or two later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember that day now. Yeah. So. Okay. That was the first time I ever went to Japantown. Damn. Really. Mm-hmm. Dang, that was a fun day. Yeah, that was super fun. So see, you remember? Yeah. yeah. My first Japantown trip was fun. What was yours? I was like seven or eight. I think I was eight. My dad took me to to Wings. Okay. I didn't know Japantown existed. Yeah. So we drove in, and he's like, "Yeah, this Chinese spot. It opened up in the '30s." I was like, "Really? '30s?" And we walked in, and I saw there was nothing there, and I'm like, "Are you messing with me? There's nothing here." He's like, no, we got to go upstairs. You got to go up the stairs, yeah. So I went upstairs and I looked around and, dude, you know what it looks like. Yeah, it was so cool it up has there, that, dude. It had that smell. Mm-hmm. And we sat down. They brought us like, green tea. Never had green tea before. That was the first time I ever had green tea. That I wasn't from Starbucks. I remember they brought us like soup. Wonton soup. The wonton, it was so good, dude. Yeah. Our go-to was wonton soup to start, mm-hmm. chicken fried rice, chicken chow mein, and Wuhan chicken. I'm pretty sure that's what we got when we went. Yeah. I remember your mom was like, I'll just order. Like, yeah. don't worry about it. And it was then, always the same thing when we went. Dude, and it was so good. Mm-hmm. I think, didn't like, COVID took them out, huh? I think. Or were they closed before? Well, I, think they do, I don't know if they do now still, but they were doing catering oh, during okay. COVID. And I don't know where they went from there. I think that was it. I think but they, they just, took the sign down. Yeah, it's it's completely gone. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, that is sad. That place was cool, though. When you walk up there, it was mm-hmm. just super old. And like you said, it had that smell. Yeah. I like how it had, uh, like, the tables all separated. Mm-hmm. It's like you got, like, your own little section Thinking where you could eat. Me. Yeah, that, that was cool. Dude, I took so many people there. Damn. It's a good spot. Yeah. R.I.P. Wings. That sucks. I never had the Mexican spot next door. I never. Nah, I, like I said, I don't ever eat there. I, I don't eat in Japantown either. Like, we never really eat around there, except the ramen spot. Okay. What's a restaurant, like, in San Jose that you that you miss? That isn't around anymore? Yeah. I mean, you grew up here, so. Damn. For the most part, they're all there. Um, Alburo? Hell no. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever miss Alburo. You know what? They're, I don't necessarily miss it, but I have memories here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know on Santa Clara Street? Yes. There's that, um, that piñata place. It's like a little shack and it's yellow. Okay, yeah. Okay, a little further down the street on the left side, if you're going towards downtown... There was a restaurant there called Plaza Garibaldi. Mm-hmm. And one day we went there for dinner and they forgot my mom's order. Damn. And the food wasn't great. Yeah. I mean, for me, I was a kid. My parents loved it. 
but they messed up her order and my mom that was the first time i saw her go full karen yeah yeah she went off yeah damn because she asked she had to remind the girl twice that's a pain in the ass and by the time we got the food my, my dad and i were done eating oh dallas see that i'd be pissed yeah it was there and then on the same street there was a spot called delphine mm-hmm. which is dolphin it was just a dolphin on the dolphin. Yeah, as a sign, it's a dolphin swimming. That's sick. And I tried um, fish there for the first time. Not fish, but I don't know the way they, I don't know the way it's called in Spanish. But it's just like a fillet, and they sear it on both sides, salt and pepper. Okay. And you just squeeze some lemon on top. And you mm. get it with rice and beans. Bomb. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, I miss that place. Dolphin. Dolphin, yeah. Dude, that's pretty tight. Only got to go there once, and it closed down shortly after. I think if I were to have a place that I was sad about. It was fast pizza on really? uh, the one on uh, when we lived on Julian. Fast pizza? Really? Dude, it was good fucking pizza and with, it was cheap. With the guy on the logo? It's like yellow, a yellow sign? Yeah, it was yeah. just a cheap little pizza place down there. Was it actually fast? Yeah. Well, we, did, we live like five blocks away from it, so okay. they delivered it pretty quick. One time my friend and I ordered that when we were kids and it took an hour and a half. To over here? Yeah. That's a far Well, no, there used to be one down the street. Okay, now see, I can't speak for that one. Yeah. But the one, it's still open. Really? Yeah, but it's different ownership. Mm-hmm. So we used to like, dude, it was it was super cheap and it was fast. And it yeah, was, it was decent quality pizza. Yeah. So we would just order that and we had fast pizza all the time. And then one day my mom ordered it and I was at her place. And she's like, oh, I got fast pizza. And I was like, cool. Ate a couple slices. Dude, that night, next day, my stomach was jacked. So then I tell her. I hate that. Yeah. yeah. So then I ask her, I'm like, hey, did the pizza mess up your stomach too? She goes, yeah, I thought it was just me. Mm. And I was like, no. So when I used to call, there was always this older lady who would take the order. And she, hey, honey, what can I get for you? All right, sweetie. Okay, love. All right, honey. Bye, mm. sweetie. She was very sweet. Well, I call one day. She's not there no more. So I'm like, oh, they probably got new ownership mm-hmm. and got rid of the people. Oh. So then I ordered it one day. Ashley and I both ate it. Dude, same thing. That night, next day, our stomachs were jacked. Never ate that place again. That sucks. Yeah, so it fell off huge, which was sad. Yeah. Because that was, that was like our little gem. We're like, right. dude, fast pizza, like that's our spot. Yeah. And yeah, they fell off. Remember our Big pizza time. box phase? Yeah. We went there like what? Once a week for... How many weeks straight? It was a while. We went through quite a bit. Oh, the New York pizza? No, the one on Jackson. Oh, yeah. 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 We went there a lot. Yeah. That was, it was good. I would get pineapple and pepperoni. Yeah. You always get the pineapple? Yeah. I just get classic pep. Yeah. That was a good spot. It was good. Man, we ate there a lot. <laughs> yeah. We ate in and out a lot, too. Always on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Drop Ashley off. At like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, we driving back in, like, ah, oh, the line's not that bad. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, it'll go by fast. And we used to pass by it, and then I was like, no, it's a wreck around. Yeah, because yeah. I, would, I would skip the first uh, entrance in, so then we have to yeah. take a ride at the light and then go, go in by Safeway. Yeah. Yeah, it was worth it, though. It was. And yeah, she'd be like, really? Yeah, she'd be like, what are you doing? I'm like, eating in and out. She's like, why do you always get it after you drop me off? I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, we're not hungry, and then by the time we get back, we're super hungry. Yeah. That was like a... When Bob had Foster's that, that night. That smell? Dude, I was like... And we were like, damn, that... We weren't even hungry. No. And then we get back in the car to leave, and we're like, yeah, let's get in and out. Yeah. Like, we're hella hungry. <laughs> well, remember that night? 
what was that night? Remember In-N-Out was packed? We're like, ah, let's just go to Burger King. And then like halfway to Burger King, we're like, fuck that. Let's just go home. Like, I don't want Burger King. Because we were were working out, I think. Yeah. We were hitting the gym. And we thought that, we mean, In-N-Out was more wholesome. Yeah, because we're like, nah, it's not not Burger King. Like, maybe In-N-Out. And then I was like, I don't want to drive back there. So then we just skipped out on it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. We I was thinking about this morning when I was leaving my house. Hmm. It felt like those mornings we got up early to go work out. It was like not too cold. No. Outside. And I was like, man, that was good times. That was... Like summertime ish, me. yeah. So it was already getting warmer outside. Yeah. Those are fun mornings. Yeah, yeah. Getting out of the shower, coffee's all ready. Yep. Joe Rogan's on the TV. I'll say Saint Rogie's on the TV, yeah. dude. Just you're like half asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Those are good times. I hated my fucking job, but those are good times. Oh, that was at the apartment still, huh? Mm-hmm. I was working Shit. there, but that was like that wasn't really the downfall yet. Okay. Because I think. Chris might have still been working with me. Also, when Chris left, that's when it went bad? It was bad before he left, but then that was like, I lost my homie. So it was like, yeah. fuck. Like, yeah. I was like, by myself. Yeah. Well, I mean, and my supervisor, but it's like, just to have somebody with me, like, that had my back, he was gone. So it was just yeah. me and, like, some random fucking dude that, dude, that, that story makes me laugh so much. Like, they brought this dude in mm-hmm. who just fucking sucked, dude. This dude sucked dick. Mm-hmm. So I would always have to like, they would try to blame shit on me, mm-hmm. but I was the one like cleaning up his mess that he would make. Yeah. So they thought he was the shit. So then once I was quitting and I was out of there, I found out like maybe not even a full week later, that fool just quit. Like he couldn't take the, he couldn't take oh. the workload. Yeah. Cause everything started falling on him. Yeah. So they were like, oh, he quit. And I was like, dude, I was like, how did he quit? And they're like, he walked in one morning and just gave his keys and was like, I'm out of here. Because I gave my two weeks, but I I put in my two weeks, but I was like, oh, like it was Monday. And I was like, oh, here's my two weeks. But Wednesday's my last day. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't work my full two. Because yeah. I told him, I was like, the new job needs me right away. Mm-hmm. But then I told the new job, hey, I need two weeks for my old job. So then I had like 10 days off. I mean... You deserve it. You do. You deserve it. Yeah. Nobody if, nobody should tell you you don't deserve some time off. if you go through a shitty job, mm-hmm. you deserve that like 10 days of peace. Look, at just like right now, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to the listener right now. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you're at work, okay, we dropped this on Monday. I'm talking to you right now. I'm going to get real intimate with you. It's Monday. You're listening to this. Do me a favor. Call in sick tomorrow. <laughs> you owe it to yourself. Look at your sick time. You know you have it. Call in sick. Do it for me. Do it for yourself. Back to the show. Anyways. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Take a sick day. Fuck it. But that's what I did. I took a 10 day vacation because I wasn't able to take vacations. But you know what? I, I, when I, so when I quit Home Depot to work for a different company, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to have my, put my two weeks in. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to work my two weeks. This COVID. Yeah. I said, oh, I don't feel like coming in because it's, you know, COVID. I'm starting a new job. I don't want to get sick. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. I just never went back. Hey, here's the thing, too. If you... But they were cool with it. So it's not yeah. like I, was, I wasn't, like, burning a bridge or anything. Exactly. Look it. If you're going to put in your two weeks and you got sick time, say you got 30 hours of sick time, but you're like, I'm going to put my two weeks in. Dude, do yourself a favor. 
use all your sick time. Yeah. Then come back to work and put your two weeks in. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I mean, might as well. It's yeah. there. You're not gonna. You're gonna lose it. Your vacation. Fuck it. Keep that. They'll pay you your vacation out. Yeah. You're not gonna get paid your sick time. No. Yeah. So fuck it. I don't. I don't think calling in sick should be such a taboo thing for work. I mean, do it responsibly, of course. Yeah. But, you know, every now and again, you wake up one day and you're like, you know what? I feel like catching a cup of coffee and just chilling. Mm-hmm. Calling sick. But make sure you're, all your ducks are in a row. Like, yeah. don't screw people over. Yeah. Don't be like, oh, we got a big fucking thing going on tomorrow at work. I'm going to call in sick. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, show up. But when you know, like, ah, eh, tomorrow's going to be pretty chill. It's mellow. I'll just catch a sick day. Yeah. But if you're by yourself, it don't work that way. Yeah. Yeah. That situation kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you there. It sucks when you take a sick day and you know, fuck, I'm just going to come into more bullshit tomorrow. Yeah. If you got a solid team behind you, then taking a sick day is nice and worth it. That's when you don't feel too bad. No. Yeah. Yeah, because you feel like, okay, like I got a good team. They got my back, just like you'd have their back if they took a sick day. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty chill that way. Yeah. But, I mean, what are you going to do? It's okay. That's life. It's work. Yeah. Who wants to talk about work? Not me. Dude, that just reminded me of Adam Twenty Two. You hear about him? No. Yeah, he got like exposed on his uh, first. Fuck that dude. First off, mm-hmm. it sucks. So he was on a podcast, mm-hmm. and apparently, it's like not like everyone kind of knows about it or some shit. But he was on this podcast, and this dude like exposed him because when he was twenty one, he was talking to a sixteen year old, and. I don't know, apparently he's come out and said the story, whatever. Mm-hmm. But now online, everybody calls that full Adam 16. <laughs> yeah. So like he put a, he's been pretty ghost online lately. Like he hasn't been posting or nothing. And then he posted a, uh, a piece from a podcast where he was talking about six, nine, how six, nine got beat up at that gym. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of like, well, what do you expect? Like six nines always like, you're not going to catch me lacking. You won't catch me slipping. And then he gets caught slipping and gets beat up. So Adam's kind of like, dude, you put that bullshit out there. Now bullshit came to your front door. Mm. Like it's kind of what you get. And then everybody in the comments was just like Adam 16, Adam 16, Adam 16. Every comment was just Adam 16. So, but everyone's saying that like his podcast, that no jumper platform is just dying because he had a few hosts leave. Mm -hmm. And then he got into a fight with another host because the dude was like talking about his mom because his mom died and kind of telling Adam like, dude, you didn't respect the fact that my mom died. And then Adam's like, dude, I paid for the whole fucking funeral. And that dude's like, man, you're a bitch. Like kind of throwing it in his face. Like, well, I did this for you. So Mm -hmm. I guess like hella people are just like, dude, this dude's a fucking, you know, pervert. Yeah. Uh, He's like shitty with his friends. And so his whole brand is just collapsing. Damn. Yeah, so that sucks. Adam sixteen. He had, a, he had a good run. I mean, take his money and just fucking bounce. Yeah, they're a poor kid though. Boof, that's a rough one. Not only your mom, only but your dad too. I mean, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, that shit's out there. It's not. Really like, I wonder how. I wonder how like these kids nowadays are gonna function with that type of shit. With what? Oh, like dealing with their parents, doing all that. Yeah, and I mean, and just also, too, just the access to it. 
Yeah. You know, when you were a kid, it's like you, you know, you find like a porno mag and you're just like, oh my God. Your like, heart's beating. Oh my I, God, I put that away. Like I saw boobies. Yeah. Like, ooh, ooh. you know, are you, you're watching a, a, a movie and like a girl flashes a tit and you're just like, oh my God, like you panic. Yeah. But like, dude, now you can just, like, all these kids have access to phones and Reddit. Yeah, dude, you can just look up the craziest shit in the world Mm -hmm. and it's like and it's just there at your fingertips and you're just like oh okay like i saw that yeah so it's like like i wonder how much that's going to damage like young brains like as like to seeing that do you think it's gonna trying to figure out how to word this when you were growing up and i was growing up you were it was very like hands to yourself type thing Mm -hmm. do you think the access the easy access to porn is gonna make young people more curious in an aggressive way possibly i mean i could see that happening like god forbid like rape goes up molestation goes up because of the because of that or do you think it might work in a counter way i don't know it's hard to say i guess it all just depends on the individual yeah that's true you know because i mean at the same time I feel like younger girls nowadays too have so much access to shit online mm-hmm. and all their influencers are older. So it's like they take on these, these, you know, it's kind of like when you were a kid and if you watched, uh, the lost boys mm-hmm. and then after you watched it, you were like, you know, if you were really young and you watch lost boys and you're like, okay, the Michael character, you know, the brother, like he was the cool vampire. So maybe for the rest of the day, you, you know, put sunglasses on okay. and you walk around like, yeah, I'm the fucking vampire. Like yeah. I'm cool. Maybe you carry that persona for a few days. You wanted to put one earring in your ear. You wanted to like kind of grow a mullet. you like, you wanted to be that cool. But I want a leather jacket. Yeah. Every kid goes through that. Yeah. So I feel like with all these influencers on YouTube and all this shit, these girls see it. And even boys see it and they're like, well, I want to be like these influencers. So they take on this adult personality and this fake personality because all of these YouTube influencers, they're all just actors. They don't act like that when the camera's off. Mm -hmm. So they take on that personality. So now I feel like it's maturing the immature really early in life. And then with all this access to, you know, like pornography and all this other shit. It's going to just make these, it's going to pollute the young minds basically. So it's going to be weird to see like how these kids grow up into things. Because when I was young, it's like you just had to, you learned a lot of shit from yourself. Like maybe your parents talked to you or whatever. Mm -hmm. Maybe your friend, his older brother had a porno and you guys snuck in and watched it and were like, what the fuck's going on? Like nothing was explained to you. Yeah. Because now you can, you know, also too, like you can hear something like in a rap song in a rap song or just you know you're on instagram and you see like a podcast and these people are talking about sex and you're just like well what is like they're like oh yeah you know i was missionary and they're like well what's missionary mean so all you have to do is google missionary position and it'll give you images and it'll give you it'll give you a meaning and everything on it so it's like or you listen to a rap song and I was hitting her from the back and you're like what's that mean so you google that and then it's like oh okay i learned that now and I don't know. I feel like it's just weird. Like it's going to fuck up a lot of minds. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm nervous. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. But we did have one question. Yep. So our question is from Jason. What's your favorite non slasher horror movie? 
You can go first. That's a good one. It is. Favorite non-slasher horror flick? It's a really tough subject for me. You're not a big movie guy. No. Yeah. Um, if we're talking non-slasher, I'd probably go with The Exorcist. Mm. Yeah, it's a good one. My, one of my favorite movies. So okay. Definitely a top 10 movie for me. So I'd probably go with The Exorcist. Non-slasher. It's not really gory. It's still horror, definitely a horror movie. Because I was thinking of movies today, and I was like, well, fuck, that's technically a slasher. Well, well this is technically a slasher. Mm-hmm. So... I think it's going to be The Exorcist for me. Hmm. I'm going to say... Because I don't watch too many. Okay. And uh, I'm just going to say Conjuring series. Yeah, those are non-slasher. Yeah. Yeah. The Nun... The idea is cool of The Nun. I like that. Mm -hmm. But once you get into like the end, it's like... This is the last blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Like, how, how is it not dry? I don't know. Because <laughs> it's the blood of Jebus. Yeah, that's so, why. But the whole idea of a, of a demonic nun that's powerful is cool. Her it's image scary. her image is good. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Those those Conjuring movies, they do nothing for me. No. Nothing. Not scary, but I feel I like if you, if you put yourself in like a sho- the shoes of the character, Malia yeah. taught me this. Movies can suck, like, but if you put yourself in the character's shoes, it's like, fuck what I do in... That situation's kind of scary. It doesn't add any more terror to the actual movie, but if you're in that situation, it's like, okay. I see that, but to me, the movie just has to be good. Like, it just has to be good. Those yeah. movies are terrible. No, The Nun was disappointing. Yeah. I like the idea of The Nun more than the movie. But even like The Conjuring and Conjuring 2 and Annabelle and all, those movies, they're just bad. They're bad movies. They're not good. Yeah, I, I, I don't like jump scares movies. Like when a movie just solely relies on jump scares, mm-hmm. I don't like that. Like they kind of do rely on that it, a little bit. Like the loud, the loud music, yeah. the, the character going into the hallway, coming it's, out. It's it's lazy. That's 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 lazy, a lazy. Right? That's lazy. Like horror movie making. Like you should make a movie that just builds like an existential dread, and that's that that makes a good movie. Is Midsummer a, a horror movie? Yes. Yeah. So see, okay, like Hereditary is technically a non-slasher. Fell asleep on that one. You gotta just, you you gotta just stay committed into it, because dude, Hereditary. This is this is what I tell people when they want to watch Hereditary. They go, I've never watched Hereditary. Do you recommend it? This is how I recommend it, and it sounds weird. Mm. Watch Hereditary, beginning to end. When you're done watching it, go onto YouTube, and find. A movie that explains the hereditary movie. Hmm. Then go back and watch Hereditary again. And you'll see it totally different. Really? Dude, there's so much shit that happens behind the scenes of that movie. Like it makes it it makes it creepier the second time you watch it because you notice things. Damn. Yeah, so like you pretty much understand the basis of the movie, how it's kind of like the cult is going after the family because the grandma died and she set the whole thing up. So they can bring back this god. Oh, okay, so see, that's basically the only, what the movie's about. So I, the movie turned. I turned the movie on and I fell right. asleep, and then I woke up and I just seen some kid fall out of a van. Kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, or get hit by a van. I don't know. No, she sticks her head out because she can't breathe because mm-hmm. she ate a cake that had peanuts in it. She's allergic to nuts, mm-hmm. so the brother's driving her to the hospital. And she sticks her head out the window to get some air, and he kind of swerves off the road, and she and hits a telephone pole, and it beheads her. Okay, that's the part I saw. Yeah, but even that 
happened for a reason. Oh. Yeah, dude. So okay. it gets wild. But you just start. There's, like I said, watch the movie. You'll be like, what the fuck at the end? Go on to YouTube. Type in, you know, hereditary movie explained. Mm-hmm. Watch that. Then go back and watch the movie. Not all on the same day, but, yeah. you know. It, and it's it's a really good movie. What was the movie that we just saw with The Witch? The Witch. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I was looking back. I like the cinematography okay. of that movie a lot. And see, that movie builds up dread. Yeah. That movie builds up. But see, there's no fucking jump scares in that movie. It's all just dialogue, but it gets weird. Okay, but. Like when they're in the barn, mm-hmm. and then you just hear like, I don't know what the fuck it was eating, but then you just see the, it was, the uh, goat. It was sucking the milk from the goat. Yeah, that yeah. was weird. Okay. Yeah. And then how about when she's playing peekaboo with the baby mm-hmm. and then she closes her eyes and opens them and the baby's just gone. Yeah. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, and like I said, it, and then like the soundtrack for the movie just builds that dread. No jump scares, no bullshit. I love it that just, soundtrack. Yeah. Soundtrack's amazing, yeah. dude. I and have then, that on vinyl too. And then the ending where she's just like, cool, like just getting like uh, drawn to the woods. Yeah. Cause she sells her soul. Yeah. That was cool. That's why when she's talking to black Phillip and then he just turns into the devil Yeah, and he's just talking to her and he's like, sign your name in the book. Yeah. And then she walks out there and she joins the witches. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm telling you that movie's probably one of Robert Eggers best films. What other movies does he have? He did the witch. He did the lighthouse. I haven't seen that one yet either. That one's weird, dude. Okay. That movie's not going to make any sense, but oh. it's good. Okay. It just, it just, it's wild. When Ashley and I watched it, we sat there and we were like, huh? Like, like, I loved it. Everything about it, I loved it. But it's just, yeah, it's a mind fuck. Wow. So it's it's really good. He did those ones. Okay. And then uh, Northman. Oh, so it's all A24. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he did Northman. Oh, I can see the Northman and the witch parallels. Like mm-hmm. The like The shade. Yeah. The hue, I guess, of the camera. Whatever. And, and the lighthouse is all black and white. Mm-hmm. He likes dark colors. Yeah, and then he's doing the remake as right now for uh, Nosferatu. Ooh, mm-hmm. is that supposed to be like actually scary? Have you ever seen the original? No, the, is it the, the silent film. No. It's fucking creepy, dude. I just seen them in SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah, That's it's it. a classic. Yeah, um, it's a silent film, but it's he's creepy as it is, but it's even creepier because it's a silent film. Just the way he moves and the camera and shit. Like the silent films are fucking creepy. I don't like Charlie Chaplin's. No? No. You don't think they're funny? No. Did I crash them, I don't, dude? I don't find them funny. Sorry. Oh, Ashley? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Buster Keaton, Charlie Chaplin, dude. I I, I, I find them hilarious. Really? Yeah, know. dude. They're just, you, know, you just got to turn, you just got to enjoy it. Okay. It's just goofy. It's funny. That's why. Yeah, it's just goofball. Like, to me, my favorite, like, comedy, anything comedy related, Three Stooges, hands down. They're the funniest fucking thing in the world, dude. I watched the remake. Re- oh, dude, don't, don't. Dude. With the Jersey Shore cast? Uh, no, the one with, with, uh... No, wait. Is it the original one where they, uh, they drink the embalming paste? Or whatever? I thought it was, they thought it was Slurpees? No. That's the new one, right? Yeah, no. Okay, I watched that one. No, the Stooges were back in, like, the 30s. Which one's Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey. Is he not in it? No, is, no. Is okay, no, I haven't seen those. No, he's not a stooge. Yeah, the old ones are great. The old ones are from, like, they're black and white. Okay. But it's just good old fucking, they're just idiots. And they just beat the shit out of each other, talk shit. Dang. Yeah, and then slap each other and fucking fall off of shit. To me, I I grew up watching it, so anytime the Three Stooges are on, dude, I'm just holding my gut laughing. I don't know, I'll watch it one day. 
they are what it is what it is like okay. it's just i don't know just when they smack each other around just the noise that the smacks making shit to me i just i just find it super hilarious okay but i mean new newer comedies sure well they don't make new comedies anymore but you know early early to mid 2000 comedies were good what was it like when jackass came out for the first time it was dude it was fucking wild yeah dude nobody knew what the fuck was going on like, dude, Jackass hit the scene, and we were all just like, huh? Like, as soon as Jackass came out yeah. on MTV, mm-hmm. now this was the first season. This is before the movies or anything. Okay. So that shit came on TV. MTV. I stayed up watching it, went to school the next day, and was like, did you guys see this Jackass show? And everyone's like, yeah, dude, like, Jackass, and, and this guy, and, you know, this, and they had the Oompa Loompa skateboarding, mm-hmm. and nobody knew what the fuck was going on. It was like a fever dream. By the second episode, dude, my little crew at school with saggy dickies and DVS puffy shoes and skateboards were like, who's going to flip off the bench? Like, who's going to, who's going to, like, we're going to throw a basketball. Who's going to get hit by it? Like, we were like full doing stunts at school. That's cool. Yeah, we were like, I had a a studded belt Mm -hmm. and we were like, who's going to get hit in the back of the leg with the studded belt? Like, as hard as you can swing it. Damn. And we were like, dude, for jackass. Oh, yeah, dude. It was like kids were getting fucking just Dang. brutalized because of fucking jackass. Dang. That sounds cool. Oh, yeah, dude. Then the movie dropped. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, I was in... What year did the movie drop? I was in middle school when the when the first movie dropped. So when that shit dropped, dude, it was game over. Yeah, they took over, right? Oh, dude, it was fucking... It swept the nation. That's crazy. Yeah, my friend had the movie. Okay. And he's like, you want to come over and watch the Jackass movie? And I was like, what the fuck? Of course. We all went over there and watched it. Dude, we we watched the whole movie. Mm-hmm. It finished. And then we were like, dude, press play again. Damn. We watched it back to back and then went to the park and we're just beating each other up. Damn. Yeah, dude, we totally wanted to be Jackass. Shoot. Mm-hmm. We would like climb. There was like a park near my grandma's house. Mm-hmm. We'd climb on the like, top of the slide. It was pretty high up. And then be like, hi, I'm Ethan. Welcome to Jackass. And then just jump off the slide <laughs> onto the like sand and just Damn. eat shit or just go on swings and fully just let go while you're in the air and just land on your ass. Shit. Yeah, dude, we just fuck each other up. Stunts were cool back in the day. They don't really do them anymore. No, not really anymore. And then Jackass, everybody's all old and shit. So They never had like a crew huh, to revive them or keep it going. Well, like they, you can't replicate that though. Well, they 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 kind of did that with the last one. They brought in like oh, a few yeah. new people. Hmm. I heard the last one was just sus though. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Okay. But they brought in like uh, Poopy, like I Poopy. I don't know that is. Um, Jasper from Loader from uh, Odd Future. Oh really? Yeah, they brought him and his dad in. Uh, they brought in this girl Rachel Wolf. She's like a comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zachass, mm-hmm. big fat dude, oh, kind of looks like me. Um, yeah, everybody got a laugh off of that. Yeah, I kind of look like Zach Ass. Um, but he's a he's a big dude. Zach Ass. Zach Ass. Yeah, he calls himself Zach Ass. Just Zach. Okay. But um, yeah, brought in. I think was there anybody else they brought in? I think that was it. But like that girl Rachel Wolf, one of the stunts that she did does not look like you. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> he googled. <them. laughs> um. What she did in one stunt, uh, 
she was like, oh, everybody in Hollywood gets fake lips. So I want to have fake lips. So they bring in like a black emperor scorpion and it just stings her lips. So she can get like puffy lips. Yeah. So like that's like a stunt she did. And then, yeah, I mean, it's it's a fun movie. It does get a little. I don't know which one it was, but they had put um, a fake beard on somebody. And they use pubes. It's the end of part two. And Ryan Dunn's had crabs. Yeah, they send the, them. Yeah, then they send the text and they're like, "Who brought crabs to the party?" And then he just starts puking. Dude, that's disgusting. Yeah, they in the last movie they did they that was part two, the end of part two, I think. Dang. Or maybe that was the end of part three. Fuck, I don't know. Part two, part two for sure. Yeah, I saw a clip of that. Yeah, because part three was part three D. That's when they had like the slow motion camera. And they had that funny-ass skit where uh, Chris Pontius, the guy that plays Party Boy, mm-hmm. he's naked, and he's, like, swinging his dick around, and they throw a little ping-pong, and he hits it with his dick, and I, I think it's Bam dives and catches the ping-pong ball in his mouth. Oh, no. <laughs> I think Ashley said she saw that with her brother in the theater. With Gator? <laughs> yeah. That's fucking funny. Yeah. That's awkward. Yeah, dude. Because the third one had a lot of dicks in there. A lot of slow motion dicks because they had the they did they started using the slow mo camera yeah. and then it was in three D. I thought it was new. No, that, no, part four is new. No, no, no that's when the oh. slow mo camera was new. Yeah, that's when it was like first yeah. coming on the scene that yeah. that time. I don't remember what year that was when that came out. I remember I saw it in the theater as well. I was fucking dying, dude. That's hilarious. That was the three D one. That's when like shooting dildos and it's like flying towards the audience and shit. That's too funny. Yeah, I think they like shoot a dildo and it's like going hella far and then I think it. They get hits Johnny Knoxville in the face, and then I think they shoot it like at Bam's ass or some shit like that. Yeah, it gets a little wild. Super wild. Yeah, but I I enjoy Jackass. It's pretty funny. Damn. Good shit. Yeah. Bad Grandpa was funny. That was a good one. I liked the first one. Yeah. Did they make a second one? I thought they did. I could be completely wrong. I don't remember there being a second one. But yeah, when uh when I first watched that movie, I. That song, I'm Just a Gigolo, was on repeat for days. Yeah. <laughs> that was your jam? Yeah. <laughs> I bought it on iTunes. Damn. Yeah. Can you still buy music on iTunes? No, I just stream now. This was like mm-hmm. 2012. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When that one came out? Yeah. I can't believe that came out that long ago. That's 10 years. Fuck. Damn, dude. Yeah. Well, Ashley and I will be together 10 years this year. They feel old. Ten years, dude. I still remember my friend and friend and I watched the movie, and then we just went to go ride the penny boards. Yeah. Yeah. Good shit. The penny yeah. boards, dude. Fuck, man. Makes it, makes it. I don't know. I feel. I always wonder, like, how do older people feel? Like, like, how do my uncles feel? Like when they see me, mm-hmm. and they're just like, "Damn!" Like, because they there's pictures of them holding me mm-hmm. as like one-year-old baby and then you see him like now and it's like fuck how old are they now huh how old are they now i think in their 50s dang so they were like in their 20s when you were born yeah now? dude yeah dang a lot of my a lot of my uncles are young that's cool yeah which is pretty tough i mean my dad's young how's your dad it's early 50s my dad's not even okay. fucking how old is my dad? Oh, he's born in 1969. I can't okay. do math, so. He's like 54? There you go. 
I, I can't. I said I couldn't do maths. I, I think of that one freestyle. Two plus two equals four. That's quick maths. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So my dad was born in '69. So was my mom. So yeah. dude, I, I got I, young parents. I look at like um, like cousins and stuff. Not my cousins, but like distant ones. Imagine yeah. being 40 years old or no, almost 45, and your parents are still alive. That's like a blessing. That's pretty sick, dude. Yeah. Well, think I'm fucking. I'm gonna be 32 this year. Yeah. My fucking mom and dad are barely in their 50s. Yeah. They're not even in their mid 50s. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah, but same for you. You're what 22? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm 51. Yeah. So that's still good. Yeah. yeah, dude. My parents were 25, and they already had all three of us. Damn. Yeah, and dude. Sur- and they were surviving? Did you Im- well, barely. <laughs> but still, hey, dude, still we're, hey, we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> we're still here. Crazy how much but, times have changed. Like, if you have three kids at 25 now, like, you're kind of screwed. You're fucking living in your car, dude. Yeah. But you're fucking hustling. Yeah. I mean, fuck. It ain't easy out there. So, yeah, I mean, that was... I mean, my parents had a lot of help, but still. Like, mm-hmm. dude, fucking imagine, imagine that. Three kids. It's a different time, though. I don't know how much of a difference it was, honestly. And it was the 90s. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. Dude, people used to work at Safeway and have a home. You imagine that, dude. Imagine just a cashier. I know. Not even, like... Butcher or no. warehouse supervisor. They weren't fucking... What's his name? Who? No, Zach Jones? Yeah, dude, not Zach no, Jones, no, dude. No, they weren't Zach Jones at all. Dude, ZJ? I yeah, know. Dude, ZJ, dude, if you're feeling a little hungry, go to Chick-fil-A. Off the freeway, off 101. Off of 101, yeah. With Blossom Hill? Yeah. Yeah, go to Blossom Hill, Chick-fil-A, dude. Dude, the boy that's running that franchise, mm-hmm. that's a good He's boy. He's shit together. That's a good old American boy. Yep. Dude, I have, that was sick. That put you in a good mood, huh? Dude, I was like. I was thrown off. I had food in my, had food in my mouth full. Yeah. I, I, I was like right before I took a bite. Yeah. He walked by and I was like, dude, I look, I, I, I looked up to that dude. Isn't it crazy though? You you don't get asked that in restaurants ever. That's why it was weird. But it shouldn't be weird, isn't that the weird thing? Like mm-hmm. it should just be like common. It should be common. Just ask like, hey, how's the food? Everything good? Dude, he can't be from around here. No, I don't think so. That dude has to be southern, or at least like Texan. Maybe from Oregon. I don't know. Maybe Arizona. He doesn't strike me as like Arizona. Maybe. Maybe Arizona, or maybe East Coast. I feel like his. I don't know. Maybe he's from like Chicago. Should have asked. Should have been like, "Hey, brother, pull a seat up real quick. Let me I talk know. to you. Let me talk to you, Mister." Where are you from, dude? Because he was. He had to. He he had to have been the one running the store, right? For sure, no doubt. So I'll explain the experience that happened here. Earlier today, Wado and I went to Chick Fil A, and we decided to have that for dinner. So um, this Chick Fil A doesn't have a dine in. So you have to sit outside. No problem. We're sitting outside enjoying our chicken sandwiches. And, you know, pretty tall, white dude, nice shirt, tucked in, nice slacks, you know, looking good, looking sharp, nice dress shoes, clean haircut. Under Armour golf shirt. Under Armour golf shirt. Those are pretty expensive, right? Walks by. How you fellas doing? I said good. What all had a mouthful of food? I was like, oh, we're doing good, man. Hey, how's the food? How's everything? Everything's good. That's great to hear. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, we were taken aback. Yeah. You don't expect this from people. And I know Chick-fil-A workers are, 
you know, they're my pleasure and blah, blah, blah. And there's a lot of jokes and memes about them. Mm -hmm. But I feel like this fellow was running the store. And what and I were talking about, how cool that is, you know, to be a young, established person. Like, dude, you mentioned being like, it's almost, you know, before that, to give a little more context, we were talking about our jobs. And what I was expressing how he's having a little bit of issues with his job right now. We were just talking about, you know, having shitty jobs. And if you're listening to this, maybe you've had a shitty job. Maybe you're currently in a shitty job. If you are, our heart goes out to you. We know how it feels. And I was telling about my previous job, just how shitty and everything it was. Mm-hmm. And we're, think, we're talking like, man, imagine waking up in the morning and just being like, I'm going to go to my store. Like, I'm running my store. I got my team, my staff. Like, it comes with like a great deal of pride with that. Yep. And I feel like that's why he was walking around. I was like, man, he probably walks around, checks the parking lot, mm-hmm. make sure everything's good, irons his pants at night, gets his shirt ready for the next day. You wake up feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, I, that's, that's like, I would like to achieve to get to that level. Same. To just be like, man, like, I feel good. You wake know, up in the morning, you feel good. You know, he wakes up saying, I get to go to the Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Not, I don't have to go to Chick-fil-A. You know he's showing up on his days off. And you know his staff more than likely likes him. Yeah. I mean, I know we're building this dude up and we don't fucking don't know, know him He'd at be all, a complete dude. Asshole. Dude, they could be like, I fucking hate working at this fucking Chick-fil-A. But the impression I got was different. Yeah. I mean, we're basing this whole theory off of a five-second interaction with yeah. this fella who didn't have to talk to us. No, but, but he did. But did. And I don't know. I feel like he he carried himself with a great deal of pride. Yeah, you know that you know that fool be sweeping the the front. If he comes in on his day off and parks when he's walking up and he sees trash, he grabs it and throws it in and says, "Hey guys, just remember we get a parking lot sweep. Awesome, thank you." Yeah. And it's like he's not such a dickhead to where you're like, "Man, go fuck yourself." You're just like, yeah. "I got you." Yeah. Like, let's do it for the Chick Fil A family. Yep. Totally just theorizing here. He could be a complete fucking asshole and the people hate working with him. But hopefully he seems like a good guy. He seemed like it. Like I said, it was a quick interaction. Yeah. But, and I think it was Zach Jones. Yeah, I couldn't find any info about him. No. Not, not in a short amount of time. But he did make a new story. He did. This is him right here, Zach Jones, restaurant operator. Is there a picture of him? There is a picture, but I have to turn the camera. I have to turn this around. Is it him? Yeah, it's him. Oh, it was actually him. That's him, Zach Jones. That is Zach Jones. He looks like a Texan. I wonder where he's from. Uh, I checked for LinkedIn, but there was nothing on there. So he's the Zachary Jones. This could be him. It could be. 20 years old. I don't think so, though. San Antonio? Yeah, but here it says 20 years old, junior at University of Texas, San Antonio, pursuing a bachelor's in business administration with a focus on information assurance and cybersecurity. Don't think that's him. Mm-hmm. He might. This fool might have just worked at Chick-fil-A. Oh, true, true. We're just talking about this guy. We have no fucking idea who he is. <laughs> well. Yeah, well, anyways, though, hey, he's a good guy. What do you think of the mac and cheese? It was pretty good. Popeye's is better. I haven't had Popeye's. It's a, it's a similar. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't mind it. It was pretty good. Yeah. Like your lemonade? It was good, yes. Yeah. Lemonade was good. I asked for a medium, gave me a small... But I wasn't going to bitch and complain. Should have. They would have gave it to you. Hey, what am I going to do? Like, hey, I ordered a medium. I feel like I didn't need a medium. I was like, I probably should have got a small anyways. Because I thought that when I did the order, I was like, I should have probably just ordered a small. 
trying to do better here. They read your mind. Have you been working out? Yeah. I could see your shoulders. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Sarah mentioned that the other day. She's like, yeah. you look skinnier. Like, like, I always lose weight in my face and neck first. Okay. Like that general area mm-hmm. slims down first. What's the hardest for you to lose, like, area? Mm, I don't know, dude. I haven't really, like, no. probably my fucking thick-ass horse legs. Happens. Yeah, probably that area. That's where I feel like I carry most of my weight. Because my gut goes down pretty fast. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't really have a problem with that. Which I feel like as like as you don't look like how much you weigh. Yeah, that's, everyone's shocked when I say how yeah. much I weigh. Yeah. But I've gone down so far. The last time I weighed myself, I think I was down like 12 pounds. In how long? Mm, about a month. It's pretty good. It's really good, actually. It's healthy. Yeah. It's healthy loss. Yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to get the eating better, right? But I've been snacking way less than I would normally snack. Okay. So I've been doing pretty good in that department. And I've been doing really good on the sweets. Do you like rice cakes? I love rice cakes with a little bit of peanut butter on them. They're you know perfect. You know what Malia made me? Hmm. Rice cakes with peanut butter on top, mm-hmm. some banana slices, mm-hmm. and you drizzle it or even put like a good amount of dark chocolate. Ooh. And then put it in the, in the refrigerator. Oh. That with a nice big glass of water? That sounds good. Yeah, see, that sounds good. Yeah, really good. See, dude, I can I can quit sweets. I can quit all that shit. Candy, gummies, mm-hmm. bread, all that shit I can quit. But I can't quit my coffee creamer. I love it too much. Yeah. And I, and I don't do the sugar-free one because it tastes like shit. I hate skinny syrup. I, I can't do it, dude. No. I, I refuse to do it. That's the one thing that I will never give up is my coffee creamer. I love it. Yeah, skinny cream. Yeah, no. Yeah, dude. I, I've I've tried to do black coffee. I don't enjoy it. No. No, I don't have enjoy you, it. Have you tried making bulletproof coffee before? Bulletproof. Yeah, you just get black coffee and put like a tablespoon or two of grass fed butter, and you blend it. Hmm. Makes like a nice frothy coffee. Uh, I've heard about that before. Yeah, it's like a yeah. keto thing. Yeah, yeah, that's why I've heard about it. My sister did keto for a while, and she would drink her coffee like that. Remember when I did? Yeah. That was. Yeah, that was I forgot you did that. Yeah, but I, mean, I, but I figure, you know what? If my coffee creamer is like my one thing that I have, mm-hmm. that's fine. I'll keep that. It's not terrible. I don't think that a coffee creamer is going to hinder you that much. Into, I don't think so. If you were like a fighter or if you were a bodybuilder and you have to get on stage, mm-hmm. you would probably have to cut that out. Yeah, I'm not doing that. But you're that. not. You're yeah, just a no. guy trying to build better habits. I'm just a guy who's trying to be healthy because the men in my family have a terrible health history. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to continue that history yeah just stop it yeah so i'm doing it for myself and i guess my future life yeah that's why i want to continue to do it because i don't want to go down the path that like i said so many men in my family have gone down Mm -hmm. it's like i don't i don't want that for myself you know so that's what kind of keeps me like motivated to go to the gym and and eat right and do better yeah yeah so just trying that trying to read more too you read that book that you ordered? Haven't cracked into it yet. You know so. a book I want to read? It's called The Moscow Rules. Okay. It's about spies. Oh, okay. That sounds good. Yeah. But I have two books at the finish. Yeah, there you go. I buy that. Yeah. I do. That's my problem. It's like I find books and I'm like, I want to order that one. I don't. I want to order that one. And then I'm like, no, I need to like start reading what I have. Yeah. Which I have one um, that I've been reading. I started reading, but I really want to 
uh, dive back into it. It's called The Gospel Singer by Harry Cruz. Mm-hmm. It's pretty wild. The first couple chapters were pretty nuts. What's it about? So, long story short, it's about this, uh, I believe it takes place in Tennessee or Alabama or Virginia, one of those buttfuck states. <laughs> but but it's, it's basically about like hillbilly kind of people because that's how mm. this... Uh, author grew up he grew up in the hills of like west virginia like appalachian type people yo yeah dude so and i'm fascinated with that whole american culture of just like poor white trash like hillbilly inbred dude i love all that shit like i think it's so fascinating Mm -hmm. and uh the gospel singer is basically about this dude who was a gospel singer he has like this beautiful voice and he's traveling the nation just singing but he's coming back to his little town. Well, when he's coming back to his town, there was a girl in the town, a young woman who was sexually assaulted and murdered by a black guy. So the black guy's in jail and they're basically like, Oh, we're going to kill him, but we're just waiting for the gospel singer to come back so he can bless the girl who died, sing at her funeral and bury her. But the reason why he's finishing up his tour and coming back to the town is because he's losing his faith in God. Wow. So he's kind of just like, I don't want to live that life anymore. But when he's coming back, he's like a hometown hero. So everybody's waiting for him. Mm-hmm. So he's battling like his own demons. Meanwhile, there's this like turmoil going on in the town. But it's a rough read because in the first couple chapters, they got the guy who killed the girl locked up in the jail. And the gospel singer's brother comes to the jail to see him. And then he's going to go to the, to the uh, funeral home to see the girl's body because mm. he was in love with her. So he's talking to the sheriff, but the whole time they're talking to him, they refer to the black guy as like the hard N word, oh. like super hard. And it's a lot. It's just N word, N word, N word, and you're reading it like Jesus, like it's rough. Is this based on a true thing? Or? No, 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 it's it's, it's fiction. It's fiction. It's okay. fiction. Yeah, but then he has another book, um, that's kind of like a biography about his life mm-hmm. and how he grew up, and apparently that one's like pretty rough. Like he talks about like uh, I guess he had like a childhood friend growing up, mm-hmm. and then like they were out walking the trains one day, and they were drinking. They were young when they were drinking, getting a little drunk. And uh, one of the friends kind of like was stumbling on the railroad tracks. And when the train came, he didn't get out of the way in time and was hit and killed by the train. Damn. Yeah, just shit like that. That one's called uh, A Childhood, A Biography of a Place. Damn. Yeah, so I got that one too. Nice. So I'll just kind of start reading both of those. But I don't know, reading, uh, I just got to get more back into it. I I hate sitting down and just aimlessly losing hours to like the dumbest shit on YouTube. Yeah. And I fall into some dumb shit. We all do. Like 90 day fiance clips. Oh, I know that. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I go, I go dumb dude. Okay. And I tell myself like, I got to watch educational things, but then I'm like, Oh, what did big Ed do this time? I brainwash myself into like watching educational stuff. It's good. Yeah, it takes practice, but it, if I don't know, it's hard. I feel like, but you got to find something that's educational, but that you enjoy. Yeah. Like when I geek out with World War II. Yeah. I could sit and watch hours of that shit. That's me with like, not, okay, I, I don't like gaming computers. 
Okay. But I like watching like hacking stuff or IT related things. Dude, when you were showing me that hacking stuff that day, that was fucking sick. Yeah, and that's just that's me not knowing a lot. So yeah. Wait till I'm like a year and a half in. That's gonna be sick. Yeah. Yeah, that that stuff like just interests me a lot because mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really have like I don't know. I just don't have. I don't want to say that I'm stupid and I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I guess I just don't understand it because I don't have an interest in it. Yeah. Like, it's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, that shit's sick. Like, when I see it, I'm like, that's cool. But am I going to, like, buy a laptop and start downloading programs and trying things? No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. No. Because it doesn't, it doesn't pique my interest right. fully. Yeah. But yeah, I, I find it fascinating. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I felt the same way you did. Mm-hmm. Because with, with computers, you can't. You either have it in you to understand kind of right away or you don't. Mm-hmm. Some people have it in them to just see it. Okay, yeah, I can kind of see what's going on here. Or it's people like me that have to like really do research to understand. Mm-hmm. And then you get into it when you understand it. Okay. For me, this shit, I don't care about it if I don't know. Like before um, I didn't just look at it, it's like, oh, wow, how is this working? And why does it work? Why does it connect to Wi-Fi like this? Mm-hmm. I never gave a shit. Yeah, yeah. It was until I started trying to understand the basic part. And that's what led me into everything else. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. And, and I'm talking in a year, less of a year span. Yeah. All this happened. So imagine like now that you're fully like mm-hmm. in depth and with it, it'd be yeah. pretty cool to see where you're at in another year. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You still practicing all those things? Mm-hmm. Every day. Yeah, that's sick. It's harder though. Because yeah. I work in front of a computer all day and, and then, I have to come home and then I come home and then practice even more. It's like the last thing you want to do is look at a computer when you get home. Yeah. But it's okay. See, I'm trying to break myself out of that mindset, too, of, like, just getting home and wanting to just, I want to relax for a little bit. Because then a little bit turns into the rest of your night. Yeah. And then you're just sitting there watching, like, like I said, I watch just dumb shit. Because I like to turn off my brain. Yeah. You know, it's not like my job's, like, a hard-thinking job, Mm -hmm. but my brain just runs all day. And then I I do have the luxury of listening to, like, podcasts and stuff when I'm at work. Mm -hmm. So pretty much the whole day I'm listening to podcasts. And then, so like my brain's thinking, constantly yeah. thinking. And then I drive home. I have an hour commute. So I'm thinking in the car driving. And so when I get home, I'm like, dude, I just want to completely turn off the brain. And I'll throw on like cops or like I said, dude, fucking 90 day fiance, big yeah. Ed and his fiance. Like, oh, what? They, they broke up again. And then I'll just watch like a clip. And then I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Like, just watching complete nonsense. It's hard because it's hard to find that balance. Because either I come home and I'm like, I don't want to do anything. Or I come home and I'm like, no, I have to be productive. Yeah. It's hard for me to find that middle. I think it just depends on the day you have, too. Yeah. Because if you have a shit day, the last thing you want to do is come home and be productive. Yeah. But then nothing's worse than the next morning when you wake up and you're like, fuck, why did I waste my night? Like, damn, I could have gotten through three chapters of my book, but I didn't do anything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that also, too, brings a discipline thing in Mm -hmm. where it's like... Okay, I have to read two chapters a night. Mm-hmm. Like no bullshit, I have to read two chapters. Yeah. So I think that starts creating a discipline in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, which I I need to start doing and I'll acknowledge that I need to start doing that. My problem is with my attention span, mm-hmm. like I'll read a book and then I think about like another book and I'm like, I wonder what's going on in that one." So then I'll jump to another. Like I can read multiple books at the same time. Wow. Which I know is hard That's for talent. people. But yeah, I can read like 
for example, like um, the gospel singer, like I was reading that one. And at the same time, I was reading the abduction of in the Copley woods, which was about this lady who was abducted by aliens. So like I can read that one. And then at the same time I was reading about world war two. So then I can jump back into world war two and pick up where that left off. That's cool. Yeah. So I just kind of do things like that. But I've, I've been that way since I was a kid when I was reading a lot, I would just jump to books. Like I would read like three different goosebump books at the same time. So then when I was done, I was like, oh, cool. I finished all three of them. Or I read like two Goosebump books and then, of course, fucking Captain Underpants. I never got into those. Dude, the first one's the best, dude. In my um, my fourth grade class, people were reading like Diary of Wimpy Kid or Captain Underpants or like uh, the Twilight series. Yeah. And I was freaking reading The Outsiders. Hell yeah, dude. Freaking hipster. Dude, <laughs> hipster. <laughs> we had a... We had a, like a, a spirit day at school in elementary school where you can come dressed as your favorite like book character. And I went to school dressed as an outsider, just had Converse jeans and a black shirt and That's my sick. hair combed. But I'm like, I wasn't going to fucking know who I am. What's the point? So I fucking lied and said I was a cartoon character instead. Oh, damn. You didn't stick to it? No, I didn't stick to it. So you got to go to school as... A greaser? No, but you got to go to school as, as your favorite character from a book? Mm-hmm. Who would you pick now? And what book? Yeah. What character from what book? Who would you pick? Ooh, that's tough. Probably Malcolm X from his biography. (laughs) He'd go blackface. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll just get get number three on top and get some glasses. That brother's starving. Yeah. Okay. So you go as Malcolm X. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I couldn't go as Sun Tzu. No. Borrow the costume from Jason. <laughs> I was gonna say that yeah. I can't. I can't follow Jason. Uh, I'd probably go as the author of Mein Kampf. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that book's really good, though. It gets a little repetitive. Does it? Oh, yeah. Okay. He he starts feeling a little too much. It's like, dude, relax a little bit. Okay. Like relax a little bit. But it, it is interesting to when we're not going to dive too far into World War II, but when Hitler started rising to power. Um, and started kind of taking over and stuff. It's really that that point of time is like super interesting to learn about. Really? Oh yeah, just to like what was it called? I think it's like the Night of the Long Knives mm-hmm. was like anybody who was against the Nazi party or against Hitler, they just went fucking like assassinated. Like dude, they were like knocking on people's like front doors and they'd open the door like, "Yeah," and they just fucking smoke them. Dude, like Night of the Long Knives is like so sick to learn about. Like it was fucking wild shit. And then, you know, they started like their own currency and like everything like that. And then just completely took over under the pretenses of, so like, you know, when you watch old footage of like Nazi Germany mm-hmm. and there's like Nazi symbols everywhere and like people are out in the streets and yeah. cheering. So the reason why everybody fell into that in Germany at the time was after World War One, Germany lost. So, like, basically, like, it was made, like, illegal for the people of German to have, like, pride and, and all that. So Hitler was like, dude, fuck that, because he fought in World War One, mm-hmm. and he got injured. And then he was in prison for, I think, like, protesting or some shit. That's when he wrote Mein Kampf. Okay. Well, some, some guy helped him write Mein Kampf, who, during the... The night of the long knives, mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking Hitler sent some dudes to go kill him. So the guy who helped Hitler write Mein Kampf, 
who knew all of Hitler's secrets and everything, was fucking murdered by Hitler's crew, oh by the brown shirts. Damn. So, um, basically, uh, the fuck was I talking about? The line of the long knives. And then, oh, so when German, the German people, Hitler was basically like, I want to just bring pride back to Germany. Because Germany wasn't even allowed to have an army or anything after they lost World War One. Yeah, they couldn't have anything. Mm -hmm. So Hitler was just like, I'm for the people. Like, Germany needs to just be proud. Like, we need to build ourselves back up and be a proud nation because that's what we are. Mm -hmm. So everyone was like, yeah, like, of course. So he's like, hey, while we do that, I'll bring in Nazism, and that's what we'll kind of be under. But Mm -hmm. we're just for Germany. Like, we love Germany. Okay, cool. Meanwhile, they started pushing all this, like, anti-Jew propaganda out. Then they then while they're pushing all that propaganda out, that's when they start building the camps and everything. Oh. So things were happening behind the scenes that the people didn't know about. And then once it was time, the people were so brainwashed and stuff that they stopped looking at like Jewish people and gypsies and stuff. They stopped looking at them as humans. They were just like, no, these people are fucking like animals. Damn. Get rid of the animals. That's how they were able to fall into that shit. But it goes a lot deeper than how I explained it. But yeah, it's just, it's wild to just see the, like when I was listening to a pretty good podcast about World War II. I've been listening to it and it's super long. Mm. It's, in, it's in sections, but it goes on through everything. And it was like the start of how everything started before World War II. Like how Hitler rose up to power. It's super interesting because it's kind of like, damn, like he was playing some serious fucking chess really? to get them. To get the proper things in order for him to rise up. Because nobody fucking liked him. Nobody liked him. Everyone's like, dude, fuck this guy. The president of Germany didn't even like him. It wasn't until he died that Hitler could step up and do what he wanted to do. Everyone thought he was a fucking idiot. They're like, fuck this guy. Like, he's just a weirdo. Like, nobody took him... Like, nobody took the brown shirts, which later became, like, the stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Like, the Nazis. Nobody took them serious. They were just like, dude, they're just a fucking idiot group. And they just went around beating people up. Damn. They were like, hey, join us. They were like, no. Nah. So they just like beat people up in the street. Yeah, it's just, it's just wild. Yeah. It's super interesting, though. But that's why I like World War II. Because there's like, I constantly, I mean, I've watched like World War II in color. I've watched all this like World War II documentaries. And I'm still learning new shit from it. Damn. So it's pretty cool. Which one's the war with Russia? Cold War? Yeah, it's the Cold War. That yeah, was uh, in the 60s. In the 60s, yeah. Look into um, the spy tools. Yeah, all the time. weird shit. Dude, man. that's insane. Like, the heart attack gun? Yeah. They the, shoot you the no umbrella, heart attack. Mm-hmm. The glove? They say that the they masks? They say that they used um it's just a conspiracy. We always come back to conspiracies. Mm-hmm. But uh supposedly the driver of the car that JFK was in when he was assassinated, supposedly the driver was the one who shot him with like some air kind of gun. That the CIA created. Oh, and I mean, maybe. If you look at those tools, though. Imagine now. Oh yeah, dude. What they have now is fucking unfoundable, dude. We can't even process what they have now. I want to go to the spy museum in DC. Mm-hmm. That's sick. I want to go to the cop museum in LA. Cop? But yeah, the LAPD museum in LA. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, they got the uh, North Hollywood shootout stuff there. The car. No, the uh, or like the, the robbery, right? The yeah. big robbery. Yeah, those are the dudes that went in to rob the place, yeah. and they were like fully armored out. Mm-hmm. And then when the cops pulled up, they just went outside and were like, "Fuck it," and just started 
blasting cops. Shit. Yeah. And then one of them, he got like shot in the hand or some shit. So mm-hmm. then he shot himself. And then the other one got shot in the stomach and then just bled to death in the street. Like cops were surrounding him and he was like, oh, I need help. And they were like, yeah, the ambulance is coming. And they just fucking took forever to come. And then I think he like laid in the street for 45 minutes, just bleeding to death, dying. Fucking long 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And the cops were just like, fuck it, dude, die. And then he died. Damn. And then like the family tried to sue and they were just like, dude, fuck off. Like, no, he killed like, I, mean, I don't know how many cops that guy killed, but. I don't think they really even killed anybody. Oh, okay, that's good then. I think they killed a few people. But like not as, like when you see them shooting, you think they would fucking wipe everybody out. But Damn. yeah, dude, North Hollywood shootout was fucking wild. But they got like everything in there in that museum. So that's why oh, I, cool. I want to go check that out. But I think it's, I think it's the LAPD museum. We should go to both. Hell yeah, we should. We need to do an LA trip. Yeah, I've been here a long time. And then the Mob Museum in Vegas. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's that one I really want to do. And then Zach Bagans Ghost Museum. We go see Annabelle. Okay, how how feasible do you think it would be to get all those done by the end of the year? Pretty feasible. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just get a cheap ass Vegas hotel. Yeah, hotel dude. Hotel six. Well, no, we'll get a Marriott. well, well, no, because if we just all pitch in, we could afford a nice hotel. I don't mind a Marriott. They're not that expensive. Yeah, do that. Go to the Mob Museum. Go to Zach Bagans Museum, yeah. dude. If we go to Fuck Zach, the strip. We'll if we, do that stuff. dude, we go to Zach Bagans Museum. I'm flipping Annabelle off. No. Fuck you. Hell no. Fuck you. I'll take an Uber home. I'll fly home. Like, Fuck you, Annabelle. I'm believing your stupid ass. She's there. Yeah. He got him from that stupid fucking oh, bitch. From what's her name? Lorraine Warren? Yeah, rest in piss. Dang. Fucking crook. Dude, her and her husband. Yeah. Ed and Lorraine? I don't know. A bunch of cons, dude. Yeah. My sister had their book, the, I don't know, Demon, Baloney? Demonology. Yeah, dude. Baloneyology. Damn. A load of crap, dude. I don't like Why? that stuff. I'll tell you right now. You want to come on this show and debate me on Ed and Lorraine Warren? Please. DM us and let us know. What what do they do? I don't know, dude. She was some fucking. I can see visions and blah blah blah. That's nonsense. I don't know. I think it's bullshit. We'll we'll never find out. No, she's dead. Yeah. Good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just kidding. No, I don't know. It just and there's just a lot of evidence that points to them being debunked. frauds. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you can debunk all those stupid fucks like. Ghost Adventures? Yeah. God, I hate that fucking show. It's funny. It, yeah, it, it's good for that. You know what? Um, I don't know what episode it was, but Zach Bagans wears that like doctor mask with the pelican beak on it. The plague mask. The plague mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah plague and, doctor. And, and they're on a ri- they're in a river. Mm-hmm. That one was a creepy episode. You know, my favorite one is mm-hmm. there was a they go to this like old church or some shit. And there was like a nun there, and. uh this girl was telling the story about how she was up there and like she had tattoos mm-hmm. and the nun like attacked her because she had tattoos. So Zach's like, really? So he had probably like three or four <laughs> tattoos I this one. and he goes up to the top room and they got like the night vision on and then he's standing up there, you know, dude, super fucking jacked. Yeah. So he's standing up there and he's like, I heard you don't like tattoos. He fucking rips his shirt off. And he's like, what do you think of mine? He's like, why don't you come and scratch me? Oh, dude, that's my favorite episode. Because on his back, he's got like this weak-ass fucking, quote-unquote, like it's his demon tattoo. Mm-hmm. So he's like, what do you think of this 
demon on my back, huh? What do you think of that demon, huh, nun? Yeah. yeah, dude, he like fully wants to fight this nun. That's hella funny. It's good shit. So I was like, dude, I'm like, I fucking hate that guy. Freaking. I feel like ghosts in these places see the cameras and they're like, eh, I don't feel like interacting today. You, you know what I hate about the show so much hmm. is it'll be like, like they'll be like, you know, on their EVP and it's like, and he's like, who's here? And then it's like, at that moment, our EVP, pick this up. And it'll be like, and they play it like two more times. You can clearly hear it say, I'm here. And then they play it again. It's all, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. What was this entity that we picked up? I'm like, dude, fuck. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) I hate it, dude. And they have to play it over and over, like, just to like fill up time. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, hey, let's fill up this hour that we have. And then, I don't know, then at the end, it's just like, we caught this on the EVB. We caught this on the uh, infrared camera. Is it really haunted here? We'll never so, know. Yeah, it's like, we'll never know. But we do know that there might be something here. Like when they did the Winchester house. They, no one's ever found good evidence there. I got a creepy story about it. Yeah, yeah. I got one. I got one creepy story. It, it was it was odd. Mm-hmm. So one day, um, my sister and my dad's ex wife came down from the east. They live on the east coast. Mm-hmm. So my dad's like, "Hey, your sister's coming." Blah blah blah. So she wanted to go to the Winchester house. So we're like, cool, we'll go. So it was me, my younger sister, my other sister, my dad, and my and his ex wife. So we went and we did like the full tour. So there's like the extended tour where they take you to uh, the basement. Mm -hmm. You do the regular tour and then they're like, oh, if you're on the extended tour, like come to the front of the house. So then you get to go through the front door that the normal tour doesn't get to go through. And then you get to go up the main staircase that you don't get to go to on the normal tour. So that's where you start off and we're all going up the stairs. And it was a small group of us. It was probably like maybe like. 12 people max plus the tour guide. Mm-hmm. So they, they're going up the stairs and my dad and I are the last ones to go up the stairs. So we're walking up and we're just bullshitting, talking and we get to the top landing and the girl's talking, doing her thing. And we walk up with the group, and you know, when old stairs make that like, like, mm-hmm. er, er, like noise when you're walking up, like pressure. Yeah. We get up to the very top and my dad and I are standing, you know, shoulder to shoulder and we hear like, the last two, three steps, like pressure walking up them. So we, we, yeah. So we turn around to look both my dad at the same time, turn around to look to see who was walking up behind us. Nobody's there. And we look at each other and we're like, Whoa, what the fuck? And we just started laughing. So the tour guy, the tour girl, she's like, she's like, Oh, she's like, what happened? And then we're like, Oh, like we could have swore somebody else was walking up behind us, but we were the last ones up the steps. And she's like, Oh, you guys heard that too. She goes, so many people say that they hear somebody else coming up behind them on the steps. She goes, I haven't experienced it yet. She's like, but I'm new here. Oh. She goes, oh, she goes, you guys are so lucky. And then my sisters and them were like, what'd you guys hear? And they're like, dude, like we heard somebody walk up there. And she's like, yeah, you heard, you heard somebody coming up behind you guys. She goes, a lot of people hear that. She's like, all right, like on with the tour. And we were just like, dude, that was fucking trippy. So that one was, that was interesting. Cause I was like, yeah, and my dad and I both heard it. So 
Yeah, and she did too. Yeah, that's why uh, it was it was interesting. Damn. Yeah, that was a good one. So that's like that's like the only proof that I have that there might be something. I have to go back there. I've been there in years. It's pretty fun, dude. Think last time when I was eleven. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! We got to plan that now too. Yeah. Yeah, we should plan it. Plan it's it. Right here. Yeah. That's not far. We did the flashlight tour too. How was that? It's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, we did the flashlight tour. Uh, we did. They had like a full haunted house throughout the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, didn't Halloween? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to that one too. Yeah. It wasn't the flashlight tour, but it was just the haunted house. You did that one? Mm-hmm. It's pretty freaky. There was. I don't know if they had it when you went, but they had a thing where it was like a black hallway, and it was like squeezing you. You had to walk through it. I don't remember that. It was that, and there was like a butcher shop. In the kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. There was like death in there. People were cutting up yeah. body parts and yeah, shit. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. When you started off, did you have to go in the basement first? No. When So when I went, it was like a theme. It was just dead cowboys. Oh, okay. Yeah, when we went, it was just like... like it was the souls of the people killed by the rifle. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was when, like the thing. When we went, it was just like the haunted house. And... Uh, there was like like our tour guide was like looking up these steps and she's like oh they're taking forever they're taking forever and then she's like oh she's like i know a shortcut and she just opens up this door and she's like let's go in the basement we were like fuck so then we went down in the basement and then she was like excuse me she was like walking around and then um there's like a big growl and she's like ah like she got pulled off by something and we were just standing there in the dark by ourselves and then above us like the door opened mm-hmm. and this guy's like what are you doing down there he's like you're not supposed to be down there get up here now so then everybody walked up the steps into the kitchen and he's like he's like go stand over there and then there was all of these people in the kitchen like cutting up like body parts and then you'd walk past them and they'd go to like stab you with the knife you're like oh shit and then from there like this other tour guide came up and was like, where's your guys' tour guide? And we're like, oh, she went in the basement. And he's like, don't go in the basement. He's like, all right, follow us. And then he took us like throughout the rest of the house. And hmm. there was like a little girl that ran out and like grabbed us and made us go into another room. And it's pretty freaky. That's cool. Yeah, that one was pretty fun. Huh. And then I think the next year after that, we did the flashlight tour where you walked by yourself. I don't like that. Yeah, it was just me and Ashley. I don't like that. Well, you... They like they send two people, mm-hmm. and then you have to wait a little bit. Then they send you, and then they'll send people behind you. So if oh. you walk really slow, people will catch up to you. Okay, so it's not but, like you're by yourself or anything completely. There's some parts though you are. I don't like that because like the group ahead of us, they walked really fast. Oh. So we were just kind of like, and the group behind us walked really slow. So there was a good few portions where Ashley and I were by ourselves. And I was like, are we going the right way? And you'll see like a worker standing in the corner and you're like, oh shit. And they're like, and they just point that way. And you're like, okay, going the right way. But they set shit up though. Like if you look in like little doorways, they'll put like a doll there. So you'll look and you'll see like a little doll standing, staring at you. You're like, oh fuck. So I would see it. And then I tell Ashley like, oh, look in this room. And she's like, oh, what the fuck? I'm like, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> so it gets pretty freaky, but it's good shit. Hmm. Yeah. I enjoy it. Gotta do that. Yeah. You gotta do a lot of stuff. Yeah. So we gotta start planning it. We definitely gotta do it. Yeah, it'd be super fun. Yeah. At least the mob museum. Definitely. Well, I I, I want to go to Vegas. Yeah, that'd be sick. We do the mob museum and the uh, Zach Baggins. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a cool punk rock museum in L.A. too. Ashley was just showing me. I think it might have been in L.A. or it might be in Vegas. Hmm. It was like a cool like old punk rock. They had like memorabilia and shit. Okay. So I was like, oh, I definitely got to watch. I want to check that out, which that would be fun. 
We'll look into it after. Yeah. Fuck, we should plan a fucking... Not during the summer, though. October? November? Okay. Go for my birthday. Yeah. Fuck it. That'd be a good excuse to go celebrate a birthday. Mm-hmm. Dude, that'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely plan it like that. Yeah, because you don't want to go during the summer. I've been... It's Vegas in the summer. Mm-hmm. It's hot. It's too fucking hot. What time I got, I got out of the car? You know when you're on your way there and you're on the border between California and Nevada? Yes. There's that one casino on the side of the road. Have you seen that one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's like the, a buffalo head? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got out of the car there. I was wearing Air Force Ones in like 07. Dude, I felt my feet get hot from, yeah. being on the, from just stepping on the on the street. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. like, it's a different type of heat. I haven't been to Vegas in a long time. When uh, my dad used to live there when we were young, mm-hmm. and when my sister and I, my sisters and I would go during like summer vacation and shit. And it was like one of the first summers that we, well, I think it was like the second summer that we went out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was one of, it was recorded as like the hottest summer that Nevada had in like 30 years. Jeez. It was so fucking hot. Dude, at, what was it, like seven o'clock in the morning, it was already like 92 degrees. Jeez. Like that's all at seven in the morning, 92. Damn. So, uh, they were like, basically if you can stay indoors at night, like nine o'clock at night, it was probably like 87. So everybody was outside at night. Damn. Everybody was out. They were showing the strip during the day, like on the news, nobody was outside. So my sister and I, my older sister, we were like, okay, let's make a bet. So like my dad lived in an apartment. Mm-hmm. So right outside the apartment, there's like a little bit of the sidewalk. And then there's like the cars parked right outside. Yeah. So we were like, let's go barefoot and see who can run the farthest on the road, mm-hmm. like on the blacktop. So my sister's like, okay, I'll go first. So she runs out, dude, barely steps on there and runs back inside. So then I do it, get a little further, run back inside. The bottom of our feet were so fucking red. Oh, dude, so red. And they hurt. Like, I remember my feet hurt. And I remember thought, like, dude, we're going to blister. Like, that's how, that's how, no. I don't think we stayed out there long enough. Okay. But it was fucking hot. And then my dad came home from work. And we told him, we're like, oh, we ran. He's like, don't do that shit. He's like, you guys, fuck your feet up. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, okay. But it was cool because at his apartment at night, they would, they'd close the pool during the day because it was just too hot. But at night they'd open it up and it was a big pool. Mm -hmm. So everybody in the complex was in the pool. So my dad's like, oh, if you guys want to go swim, let's go to the pool. So it's like 10 o'clock at night. Everybody's swimming in the pool. So it felt nice. Dude, it was so chill. Yeah. Like the water was warm. Like, the water wasn't even cold. Like, you jump in, and you're like, oh, this feels good. Yeah. Yeah, it was, that was a fun time. Dang. But I remember that summer, we pretty much just stayed inside, like, the whole summer. I feel like you have to. Yeah, because, like, the, we were staying inside, the AC just stayed on. Like, It's a nice feeling when it's super hot outside, and you're in an AC. That's the best. It's all cold. Dude, that is the you best feeling in the world. On, you just know it's hella hot outside, but you get to be cold. You know what sucks is when you have to go outside, and you're just yeah, like, oh. You know, Big old, like, gust of heat. Especially when it's windy. Yeah. Yeah, that's the worst, dude. It's like when I went to Bakersfield and I left my house. I left it here, like, at 4 in the morning. Oh, yeah, in the morning, yeah. it was all cold, and then I get there, and I'm like, oh, damn, it's hot. Bakersfield's going to be 80 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, when this drops, I'll, I'll be back from Bakersfield. Yeah. So, we had a good time. Yeah. Yeah, we had fun. Yeah. It was a good Easter. No. <laughs> Heck, yeah. But it's supposed to be 80 degrees. So, I'm actually looking forward to that. I, I just like to wear shorts. Same. 
Yeah, so. Plus, I'm getting tattooed. So, yeah, I booked nice. appointment. I booked an appointment with that guy out there. So, nice. get a couple of them done. So, Sick. good times. The first one, first couple ones of the year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, got tattooed this year. Wow. So. Late. I know, but I haven't had a fucking artist. That's true. Since the one artist bailed, and the other one lives in Oregon, Damn. and he's not coming down anytime soon. So, last time I got tattooed was November when I did my knee. Dang. Yeah, that's how long it's been. So, I'm ready to get back in there. Yeah. Put me in coach. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. We got to get you in, dude. I know. One day. You got to get something. You got to break that skin. Mm-hmm. That one you sent me was pretty sick for your leg. Yeah. I was going to tell you, there's a dude, uh, Ashley and I watched a video one time. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I believe he's based out of Oakland. Does like a ritual? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that video? I think so. Yeah. I think he showed it to me. Yeah. That ago. dude's pretty sick. Yeah. That'd be cool. And he specializes in that type of He's of style. Hard to book though. Yeah, but you figure if you book them for a few months out, you just wait. That gives you plenty of time to save money. Yeah. And you know, I mean, you gotta wait. You gotta wait. At least you know you're waiting for something good. That's true. Yeah, it gives we'll you after this, and it gives you some time to like do some research on some things, kind of understand things, and yeah. then you know, and then you just. Even if he's like, oh, I'm booked until August, then it's like, all right, cool, August, let's do it. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, it gives you time to look into it more, understand things more, Mm -hmm. honestly save up some cash. Yeah. And it's just something cool to look forward to. That's true. Yeah, and August, dude, it comes by quick. Yeah. I can see if he's like, oh, I can fit you in. 2025. Yeah, or I can fit you in, you know, next March. Then it's like, "Eh, go fuck yourself, dude. I might wait. I mean, might as well. Yeah. You're not gonna, and I mean, you're not gonna find anybody that's gonna do it. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah look into them. Yeah, well, where are we at? You were a minute off today. A minute off? Yeah. Oh, not myself. It's all right. I felt it though. Yeah. I felt it. My intuition's been off, dude. It's all right. Like bad. You gotta get, gotta get yourself aligned again. You know what? I talked about it. I put it out there, and then I was yeah. fucked ever since then. Yeah. Yeah, that was like my last great glory intuition, but. Like you said, though, I got to get myself in line again. Yeah. You know, and I just I wanted to say one thing before we wrapped it up. You know, last week we were, we were talking about it before we started recording. Last week's podcast, a little gritty. This one's a little all over the place. Mm-hmm. We're just we're shooting the shit, having a good time. Last week, it got a little gritty. You know, talked a little bit about emotions. That's fine, though. I feel like speaking for Weddle and myself as men. We should be able to speak out our emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to keep things bottled up inside. It's okay to have feelings. It's okay to express those things. Like I said in the last one, our lines are always open. Anybody wants to talk, feel free to hit us up. We're more than happy to talk to you. So just wanted to put that out there. Nice. Just wanted to touch base on that. I know this one was a little goofy. We're a little all over the place, but, you know, I just kind of want to touch base on those things. because. Yeah. There's a lot of shitty stuff out. If you start looking into the world right now, there's a lot of shitty things out there. But, mm-hmm. you know, just try to keep a positive, positive head, you know, positive light, positive mindset. Mm-hmm. I think you should try to keep that out there and, you know, try to have a good time. Find something that makes you happy and do it. Yep. Yeah. So just want to touch base on that. Nice. Yeah. You know, I was inspired by the Chick-fil-A fella. So, oh, Zach Jones. Dude, Zach Jones. How, dude, shout out to Zach Jones. If you're in the Blossom Hill area in San Jose, stop by. Yeah. 
get yourself a nice Chick-fil-A sandwich. Get yourself a nice number two with a macaroni on the side yeah. and a lemonade. Yep. And if you see Zach, tell him, hey. Yeah. Don't tell him anything about us, but, no, you know, just say, just say what's up, dude. Yeah, just say hi. <laughs> you know, you don't need to mention this. <laughs> we don't find this. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't. And if he does, we'd love I to have you on, And dude. I won't, If I won't go back, I get embarrassed. Yeah, dude, I don't know if I'd want to go back there. You imagine we're back there eating, and he's just like, hey, the cheese. That'd be funny. <laughs> oh, dude. No, he goes, fellas, what's up, guys? Fellas, heard the podcast, episode 10. Dude, great stuff. <laughs> Loved it. He has a smile on his face, and as soon as he goes through that wall, frown goes. His nice, yeah. his happy face just goes to a frown. She just walks in there, and they're just like, the girl's like, Zach, can I still get the deal? No. You're working today. God damn it, what'd I say? What'd I say? Get back on that goddamn grill, and you make that chicken. <laughs> get back on the fryer. Get back on the fryer, you fried chicken son of a bitch. I'll be something else. Yeah, so... Yeah, I guess that's that. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Adios.